Welcome to I Bet, where we have solution-based conversation about everything dealing with life. We come from a wellness perspective where we keep an open mind to all sides, but we recognize we won't get anywhere unless we find solutions. We are here to laugh, cry, reflect, and grow. So join in the conversation. Curiosity is welcome, understanding is mandatory, and bravery is always key. Hello and welcome to I Bet, where we have solution-based conversation about, well, everything. My name is Janessa Siegel. I am a financial counselor and a financial healer, and I am here to create a safe space to talk about ways in which we can better ourselves, ways in which we can better our lives, and create a thriving reality for ourselves and those that we love. So I have to start this out by saying this was not the original episode two for this podcast, but I really felt led to talk about this, especially with uh, where we are in society right now. And so what I wanted to focus on today is genuinely creating your own reality and putting that into um, actionable steps. So I know oftentimes, especially right now, we hear a lot about manifesting and, you know, you have the power and the will to create your own reality. And yeah, that sounds great, right? And I absolutely believe, I do believe in that. But what I think is difficult for many people is sometimes the exercises or the the things they're telling you to do, it's almost impossible to do it because your current reality is causing a block for you to even imagine what you can manifest. And so what I want to do is talk about like, what does that actually look like to go through the process of understanding what it looks like to create your own reality and to manifest um, a beautiful life for yourself. And so for for those who um, have a certain spiritual or religious belief, um, manifesting for different people or spiritual beliefs could be something different. So um, manifesting could be considered a blessing or it could be considered walking by faith. Like you are imagining this in your mind and you're walking in faith that it will happen or you're believing God that it will happen or whoever you may pray to, you are believing in that source that what you want to happen or what you're praying for to happen is going to happen. So um, I know some people may feel uncomfortable with the word manifesting, but that is what we are going to use. Um, So in thinking about that, the reality behind um, the the reality behind creating your reality (laughs) is you have to first see what it is that you want and then feel what it feels like to accomplish that in order to get to that point you must first be have to work through certain parts of yourself that will not allow you to um, feel that way and so I wrote this down and I want to read it to you all because this is how I was feeling about like being in your reality and breaking cycles and so what I said was you can break the cycle Sometimes it may take longer than you want, but you can break the paycheck to paycheck cycle. Let's say you bring in $2,000 a month. 
and your monthly expenses are typically $1,900. That extra $100 is money you can start setting aside to start building a savings. Now, in order to do that, you must first know how much you actually spend and continue to track your spending. I want to pause right there. So the reason why I said that is because I recognize that for some people, it's not that easy. Oh, I ha- I bring in $2,000 and I spend 1900 and I have 100 left over, so I'm going to save it. I know it's not that simple. However, we have to start the process to get to the point of seeing our finances that simple. And what that means is if you don't know exactly how much you spend every single month on average, then it's going to be very difficult for you to even project how you can save or it's going to be difficult for you to feel like you have enough money to save because you're living paycheck to paycheck, even though there could potentially be opportunity where you don't have to live paycheck to paycheck, where you could have an additional $25 left over after everything is spent. So I say all that to say when um, when figuring out how to create your own reality and when figuring out how to problem solve things, you have to start somewhere. And the perspective that I, tip, not typically, but I come from in many places is from a financial perspective because I, you know, have a finance background. So in thinking of a situation like this, if you're wanting to not live paycheck to paycheck and you're just like, I don't bring in enough money, something has to change. Then let's start at looking at how much is coming into the household how much are you spending and then how much do you need above that so that you can not only cover your basic needs, but you have access like you have more. So I wanted to pause and say that. OK, so. Next, you ideally want your income to be at least five hundred dollars more than your expenses. So the next step is increasing your income. So first, we're seeing what's coming in and what's going out and seeing what's left over. In this scenario, you have $100 left over. Once you figure that out, you want your income to be more than what you spend. So in this example, you want to start at saying, I want my income to be at least $500 more than what I spend on a monthly basis. So in order to do that, you have to increase your income. So if having a side hustle is overwhelming, then go for that pay increase at your job. If they don't or won't offer a pay increase, then it's time to look for another job. The business where you are working in many cases will put the business first. So you put you first. If you are someone who is always behind living paycheck to paycheck, or are constantly using community resources, I really want you to realize something. I really, really want you all to realize something. Your situation is not your final destination. I know that sounds very corny, and I know people try to use uh, rhyming and stuff to be catchy, but I'm, I'm dead, dead, dead. I hope you can feel me when I say your situation is not your final destination. You can pay your bills on time and have money left over. 
You can pay off your debt. You can save for retirement. Yes, you can. I am saying that because many people are so used to being in a never ending cycle of struggle and poverty that the thought of something different isn't even an option. The thought of saying that I can get out of this, that that I can have money left over after I pay all my bills. The thought of even saying that doesn't even feel like it's an option because that has not been your situation. But I am here to tell you. Yes, you can get out of that situation. You can. Let me, uh, where did I stop? <laughs> so yes, sometimes the thought of something different isn't even an option. Well, it is. And the moment you see it is an option, your options start to open. Now, it's not easy. It is not. And I think many people who see these videos talking about manifesting, they make it seem like it's really easy. It is not. It is not. It is a lot of work and it is work that is worth it, but it is a lot of work. And I recognize when you are at a point of barely making it day to day, like you're barely making it, the thought of doing extra work is exhausting. And I, and I get that. And yes, it's not easy for some people. And for some people, it is more comfortable to be in a constant state of struggle than to push through and change their reality. And I want to acknowledge that sometimes it's too hard. It's a lot of work. And sometimes it is too hard for those where you're just like, it is way too hard. I, I pray that you do get to a point where you're saying it's too hard, but today I'm just going to give like an extra 5%, just extra 5% today. And then after giving the extra 5%, I'm going to try an extra 5% tomorrow. And then, you know what, this 5% is too much, so I'm going to just give an extra 3%. And and then this 3% feels okay, so I'll do an extra 4. All right, the 4, all right, so let's give an extra 5. And then an extra 6. And then an extra 7. Like, I, I pray that you get to the point where you recognize you don't have to start really, really, really big to change things. It could legit be if you um, you're you're wanting to start waking up earlier because you recognize waking up earlier will allow you to, you know, get to your your job an extra 10 minutes, which is when your boss walks in and you want to talk to them about a promotion. But waking up earlier is so hard for you. So it could be something like that. Well, instead of trying to wake up a whole hour early, why don't you just set your alarm for one minute before you normally get up and then two minutes before you normally get up and then three minutes like get yourself to that point where that extra mile that extra work that you have to put in it starts it doesn't be it doesn't feel as much as a burden anymore because you've been slowly and gradually training yourself to push yourself even further so um so yes Sometimes it is more comfortable to be in that constant state of struggle than to push through. Um, but at some point, we all have a choice. A choice to keep pushing for the betterment of ourself and our reality or stay in whatever state of reality we are in. I do not believe in victim blaming. 
I do not. Um, I do believe at some point in our lives, we have the option to make choices that make our situation better. So I wrote that down because I I work with a lot of um, people when it comes to their finances and helping them from just basic budgeting to finding, you know, resources to help with preventing foreclosure and stuff like that. And it's really been weighing on me pretty heavy lately because now we are at a point where the resources that were created to help people, they're, they're running out of resources. Like the emergency grants are starting to be depleted. The emergency housing is becoming full. More and more people are being evicted. There aren't many regulations to prevent landlords from astronomically increasing rent. Food is very expensive, so people can't even afford real actual food. So they're having to pay for fake chemical food, which then can make them sick. Oh, but by the way, they can't afford health care costs. So going to the doctor is very expensive. So now you have people not even taking care of themselves because they genuinely cannot afford to live. Like just living and existing day to day has become astronomically exhausting for a lot of people. And so many people are struggling right now. And the hardest part about where we are right now is for many of us, it feels like the things that are impacting us the most, we do not have control over. We don't have control over the Federal Reserves to tell them to stop increasing interest rates, which is why everything has increased in cost. Like we, we individually don't have that, uh, that power. And we, we don't have the power to tell grocery stores to not increase the cost of food or landlords to not increase the cost of rent or oil people to not increase the cost of oil. Like we, we individually do not have that ability to go and say, stop doing this because you are causing people to literally lose everything. And the thought of not having that power can really make you feel so powerless, so much so you're just like, well, it is what it is. So I'm just, I'm just be here. I'm just here so I don't get fined. That's, 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 that's where many of us are. Like literally we're, we're just, it's almost like, and hear me out. I, I know my, <laughs> my thoughts sometimes can be kind of outlandish, but there's a purpose to this. So, you know how we have so many like zombie movies and um, zombie shows and stuff, The Walking Dead and all that. It's almost like we're in that now, but our bodies aren't decaying. Our insides are. Our outside's not, but the inside is. Like we're just walking corpses because we get up, we go to work. We come home, we go to sleep. We might hang out with our friends occasionally, but get up, go to work. Oh, and by the way, I'm still stressing out about my bills because the cost of living increases, but my income didn't increase. So even though before I could afford this, I now can't afford this, 
because y'all don't want to pay me more, but you expect me to pay more. And so now it's just, I'm just getting through the motions. I'm just going through day to day. Some people's like, I don't want to get, I, I'm just tired. I'm done. And that, that is, um, that's hard. That is a very hard place to be for many of us. And I know it is very hard to even slightly imagine what it may feel like to be in peace, what it may feel like to not be stressed out. I know that can be hard, but, but it is not impossible. And if you're able to get yourself to a place of seeing your life the way you want to see it, and pushing forward and trying to make those steps to get your life to that point of where you want it to be, it will happen. Not, it might happen, it will happen. The biggest thing is when you get to the point of recognizing when you have a vision and a goal for yourself and you are willing to put forth the energy and the work to get it done, it's going to get done. It is going to get done. Like, I don't care what your spiritual beliefs are. Many people who have some type of religious or spiritual background, there is always a place where they're saying your will, your desires, if, if you put it out there and you put your energy into that, it will happen. Like me, grew up in, in church, grew up in a, a Christian household, and we're talking about walking by faith and not by sight. And faith without works is dead. So if I'm walking by faith, that means, and not by sight, that means I literally don't even physically see what it is I'm I'm working towards, but I'm walking towards it because I already know that it's gonna happen. But faith without works is dead. So that also means if if you see it and you know it's gonna happen, but you don't walk towards it, you don't put that work to go towards that, it's not it's still not gonna happen. So when we talk about um or when I talk about creating your reality I'm not just talking about imagining it in your head I'm talking about um as it is in heaven on earth as it is in heaven as it is in your reality so is in your head like when you dream it and you think it then you need to start walking in it and start working in it because it is going to happen and I'm harping on this so hard because I really I really, really, really feel and I, I see it all the time where people don't believe that it will happen for them because they're like, I've tried everything. I've done this. I've done that. I've done this. I've done that. I've done this. I've done that. This, that, this, that, this, that. And nothing is working. And it is. Yes, I completely understand getting to that point of nothing is working. So what is the point? I get it. But the point is. The moment you stop trying to change it or move forward is the moment you stop. And so let's just say where they say two steps forward, 10 steps back. So again, hear me out. Yes, this may sound like a very long time to get you somewhere. But if you start here, you take 
two steps, two steps forward, 10 steps back, two steps forward, 10 steps back, you're still moving forward. You're just going forward very, very slow. <laughs> but I would also argue to say that those two steps forward, depending on how big your strides are, your two steps forward could be like, boom, boom. And your 10 steps back could be like 10 scoots, like do, 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 do. So change your perspective. Like literally change how you see it. Change how you process things. When they talk about a cup half full or half empty, like there's still water in the cup. Like if you thirsty, you don't care if it's half full or half empty. You just want that water. So thank you. I appreciate this water and I'm a drink it. And if you want to fill it up half full or half empty, either way, I'm going to keep appreciating this water. I'm going to keep getting this nourishment and I'm going to keep pushing forward. So in creating your own reality in trying to push forward and doing things that can get you to that point of where you want to be. Some of those very small steps that I'm talking about could be something as simple as curating your social media timeline. What we take in, in all of our senses impacts us more than we think. So when we think, when, when, um, when people say like your body is a temple, and you know, you take care of your body, stuff like that. We oftentimes think about like what we consume, like what we drink, what we eat, if we smoke, what we put on our body. But we rarely talk about what we consume through our eyes, what we see, what we hear, how we process things in our mind. We, we don't talk about that also impacting our temple, our body. And so um, I think in considering that, start curating your timeline to bring about the positive imagery and words that you need to hear. You don't have to follow a whole bunch of gossip um, pages. You don't have to. Yeah, they're fun. Yeah, they're entertaining, but we also get so consumed about that gossip and stuff that that stuff really consumes our lives. Like how many conversations with your friends have been consumed by the gossip of celebrities and other people, right? And yeah, it's fun to talk about that and stuff, but really think about it. Like how much time are you spending talking about someone else's life versus talking about your own life or your own stuff? Like, again, th there's there's balance, right? I love a good I love a good ratchet show. Don't get me wrong. But there was a time where I watched so much where I started envisioning scenarios of me being <laughs> a part of these conversations on like Real Housewives and Love and Hip. I mean, you would I imagine myself being a character and like what kind of character I would be and stuff. I really got consumed <laughs> by these shows. Now, I'm not saying everybody else does this, but as for me in my house, I was on the show with them. 
Not from now. Now some people like, hey, sis, you may want to go. First of all, definitely have been in therapy, but I also have a very vivid imagination. And I just I imagine a lot of stuff. Anyways, <laughs> I say all that to say when when you start becoming so consumed by a show that your life is almost impacted by it, then it's time to kind of pull away from it. And if if you're going to if you are going to be consumed by something, wouldn't you rather it be something that is positive that can push you towards your goal? So that's where the curating comes to like start following pages of images that really make you happy. So what I started doing, um, I recognized after my mom transitioned anything that dealt with like sadness or deadness, if I had to stop watching it. And unfortunately, um, she transitioned December 2019 COVID started in 2020. So that's everywhere. So 2020 is when I decided like, I'm going to have to disconnect from the news. Yes, I'm going to still stay connected, you know, protected, stuff like that. But I'm really going to have to disconnect from the news because this is the most anxiety creating, depressing imagery I have ever experienced. And I I have lived through crisis my whole life. But like that amount of time was very devastating for me. So um, I recognized like organizing videos. I was like, oh, this is so calming. I like this. Let me let me start looking at some of these organizing videos. And then it became um, design videos. I've always loved any type of competition shows that dealt with art and design. I still love it. Like that's why I follow like Discovery Plus, all, all the cooking, design, fashion, all of those. I love those. So I started following pages of people that um, like design their own homes, people who do, do DIY stuff, and then also following pages that, you know, talk about inspirational things, pages that talked about grief. So I'm I'm literally curating my timeline to consistently see images and hear things that I know will positively feed my spirit. And so I didn't at first, I wasn't doing that on purpose, but I, you know, I guess I was subconsciously doing it on purpose, but, um, in doing that, I now have a timeline that really lifts me up, like genuinely lifts me up. And if, if now it's to the point where if I see a video or an image of something that I know, like does not feel good for me. I like fighting videos. Anyone fight? I, uh, what is it? The Alabama brawl, the <laughs> August fifth. Shout out to them, Aquaman. Um, my my dad he came to show it to me, and I'm like, I, he knows I don't like fighting videos. He was like, no, just keep watching, and I had to watch it again because I could not. I had my eyes closed. I did not want to see this man get beat up by, by these white people. Um. And then I saw the rest of it. I was like, you know, got to do what you got to do. So, um, so I say all that to say, if I'm going through my timeline 
and I see a fighting video or unfortunately if it's another one of us getting hurt in one way or another and I go back to that page and I see majority of that page is either gossip or news that's more triggering than not then I unfollow that page because I don't want to see it anymore I don't have to I do not have to subject myself to those images I want you to know you do not have to subject yourself to those images. You do not have to sit and watch that news story of that kid that got what that did. The, you know, you don't have to watch this politician doing this, this and that. You don't have to watch Mitch McConnell malfunctioning over and over and over again. You you don't like let that man sit down. His factory resets in front of everybody is very uncomfortable. And we he, sit down, sit down, please. But you don't have to. You do not have to subject yourself to that. So baby steps in creating your own reality. Start curating your timeline. Start there. Now, I know I've been talking for a little bit, so I am coming to a close. <laughs> yes, I'm so churchy. <laughs> Anyways, I did write something else down. Um, and this is actually what inspired me to talk about this today instead of waiting a little bit longer. So I was thinking about the days of the week and the language that we use for the days of the week and how we've internalized the days of the week. So hear me out. Instead of seeing the days like a weekday or weekend, view the days like each day of the week is another day and each day has a certain personality or vibe. It takes away the attention we put on certain days and possibly can help us not dread or feel anxious about Mondays. I think about how many of us are so happy when Fridays get here and say when Mondays and sad when Mondays come around. Why? Because usually our schedules say we start work on a Monday and stop on Friday and you can take a break for two days. We have conditioned ourselves to see life like that so much so we differentiate a weekday from a weekend. We are so hyper-focused on weekdays being days we work and become weak for so much, oh, excuse me. We are so hyper-focused on weekdays being days that we constantly work and become weak from so much working that the thought of enjoying a weekday seems foreign to many people. I challenge you to start viewing each day as a day you can find fun and joy. When you finish work for the day, and this is a little tangent, by the way, um, finish work for the day and not off work, I want to start using different language because saying you're off work almost sounds like work is your main existence and you only get breaks to live life. Let's change that and realize we work to live and do not live to work. Anyways, when you finish your work day or you finish working for the day, do whatever you want. Find something that brings joy and 
Rather, it's exploring all of the different species of flowers that exist, learning how to make pottery, reading a new book, exploring hiking trails, trying a new restaurant, creating memories with your loved ones, meditating, watching your favorite movie, creating videos for social media, learning a new skill, or sitting and doing something by doing nothing. Whatever you do or whatever you want to do, do it. Start living. Make each day beautiful so you don't need a vacation from life because living life is paradise in itself. Get to the point where you don't need a vacation from life. Get to the point where your life is the vacation. Your life is the paradise. Your life is what you want it to be. Get to that point. Again, maybe hard to see that right now, but start small. Start creating your reality. Start with your timeline. Start trying things you've always wanted to try. If there is a certain design in a house that you enjoy, I'm quite sure there is a dupe that you could use that someone else has done so that you could afford it. Start now. Live your life now. Do not let others cause you to not want to live your life because your life is beautiful, your life is worth living, and your life should look exactly how you want it to look. So start now. It is absolutely possible. If any of you ever need any help with that or want to talk about it, feel free to hit me up. You can email me at Janessa at MyWealthyWellness.com. So thank you so much for joining me today on this random episode too. <laughs> I hope you uh, got something out of this. I know for me, it was very therapeutic talking about this and very therapeutic to share parts of me with you all. So of course, got to end it like this. Remember, consistency is key and change takes time. Stay smart, stay healthy, and stay financially well. Bye. Join in the conversation. If you would like to give input on what was discussed today, ask questions, bring up a topic, or schedule an appointment with Janessa, let us know. Send us an email at janessa at mywealthywellness.com.